social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. A problem with your heating system? Call R.E. Coogan Heating today, 401 732 6562. 24 hour emergency service, gas boiler, oil burner, Coogan Heating, 401 732 6562. They're helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Explore their services. Look for them on Facebook, and the website is recooganheating.com. Residential services, as Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Plumbing, heating, and cooling from winter to summer. Trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls, maintenance agreements, to installation, RE Coogan Heating, proud to help residential customers, and they pride themselves making customer service and satisfaction a top priority. Call them today. Now it's cold. It's going to remain cold. Call Coogan Heating today, 401 732 6562. It's Coogie. It's 24 hour emergency service. Hey, not long ago, our hot water tank gave out. What did I do? Did I panic? Did I try to fix it? I called Coogan Heating 401 732 6562. Look for them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, depietro.com. My goodness, it is Friday. It is uh, February 4th. By the way, now listen, weather alert. I'm going to tell you, this is one of those days. If, um, if you don't have to go anywhere, <laughs> I would put it off because you have a massive amounts of hydroplaning, flooded streets. Uh, the temperature is dropping. So you're going to get freezing rain. It's going to be icy roads. Do yourself a favor. Listen, it's Friday morning. If Unless you really have to go somewhere, I would be very cautious about being out on the roads. Uh, there's a lot of flooding. All that snow is melting. The temperature is dropping rapidly. You know, the temperature is has dropped like 15 degrees just in the past hour, and it's going to continue to go down. So... It is a uh, winter weathery advisory right now as this rain is going to be steady all day and uh, the streets are flooded. Well, folks, again, we have made it to Friday. And, and um, just to bring you up to speed on a couple of things, um, some things to watch, I believe, are just the development with what's going on with with the race for governor. Uh, governor McKee is really feeling heat. And Governor McKee, to continue to be in this emergency mode, that he will not um, rescind the mask mandate in the schools. Uh, you had, you know, hundreds of parents went up to the schools, uh, went up to the state house, excuse me, to uh, give testimony that they want the mask mandate ended. And a, but a, this is a problem where Governor McKee is once again he's trying to win a Democrat primary, and in the Democrat primary, the progressive left, the hard left of the Democrat Party, several things. Number one, the teachers unions, they control what goes on in the schools. And they still want masks in the schools because it's all about control with them. Now, they are pointing to this bogus survey that came out of the Hassenfeld Institute where they claim 80% of parents want. It, it, it doesn't stand to reason. The po poll is flawed in massachusetts they have a poll 90 percent of parents want masks removed from their children in school folks does that make sense to you that in rhode island 80 percent of parents would want mass uh, in school with their children they try to argue that in rhode island 80 percent of parents want their children to wear a mask in school in massachusetts 90 percent don't want them i don't i don't believe the rhode island poll and Governor McKee doesn't know what to do about this. He's fe feeling heat. Again, I'm going to reiterate what I've been saying. This is a crime that there is no Republican candidate right now. Because you could gain, for governor, I mean, there's no Republican candidate running for governor. Because you could really gain traction by simply initially just taking on the mask mandate that Governor McKee has in the schools and just going after that, that's enough of an issue to get a lot of attention right now. There's no tax cuts. But as I've been telling you, and I'm not going to be redundant about it, but these are the things you can get away with when you don't have 
a Republican challenger, and you don't have a, an aggressive Republican Party really going after him. But at this point, you know, last year you saw a lot of people in just the past year started getting more involved with school committee hearings. And now you're going to see that people are saying, well, instead of just going to the school committees, we're going to start going to the state house. And I got news for you. The state house, they don't like it. And then I used to it. And they're used to you have two meetings at the same time. You uh, make people wait for hours out in the hallway. You know, this, the state house, they don't want you going up there. They, that's why they don't have like free public parking. Most state houses have huge amounts of free public parking for uh, constituents for the general public that want to go and testify the rhode island state house by design they don't have that you know why because they don't want you up there and they'd rather just have you on a zoom button whether they can mute you so they are pressuring governor mckee up at the general assembly up at the den of thieves at the rhode island state house they're pressuring him to not allow meetings to go virtual and keep those mask mandates. And also, what's also really disgraceful is Governor McKee basically has come out and said, well, we're just going to stay in an emergency declaration. Number one, it gives me all the power. Number two, because then we keep gouging the federal government for all this money. Listen, at what point, how is that? That's still our tax dollars. And as a result of that, you know, they're still not being responsible. There's far too many political games that are being played. But let's just be very clear. There is no evidence that says children need to be wearing masks in school at this point. Listen, I understand initially the precaution. I get the whole thing that in the beginning we didn't know enough about it. Even with Omicron, they've been saying, well, you know, you don't know what children. Now we do know. Dr. Scott was always very misleading. Dr. Scott always gave the impression, oh, you know, Hasbro's filling up. That We've now learned those were all, that wasn't true. That wasn't true in any way. This is, by the way, I want to remind people, this is a good thing. This is a good thing. So if you have a teacher that had the vaccine, let alone a lot of teachers, folks, let's be honest, a lot of people have had COVID. How many people do you know since before Christmas and then since then into now early February have had COVID? So you got it. And it was a cold for a week or sore throat for a few days or whatever it may be. Maybe some people it affected them more. Most people that got the shot and the booster, it turned into just... They had a cold for a few days. Well, the good news is now they have natural immunity. So all these teachers were the first ones to get the, quote, vaccine, first ones to get the boosters. Well, now we need them in the classroom teaching children without masks. That's what we need. But instead, you have the politics of the teachers union. You have basically a governor who's very wobbly at this point, trying to get himself elected and he's swaying in the wind. He's feeling it's it, people are coming at him from all angles. Governor McKee is not showing leadership. Now their newest scam is they, they want to pour hundreds of millions into the Superman building. Why would they do that? Just for the unions, for the union vote. Folks, where does it end? Where do all the giveaways to the special interest? What about the regular people? You know, I want to call out my former colleague, Arlene Violet, has a very good piece in the Valley Breeze that talks about this whole business that they want to do with the low-income housing, that that failed years ago. That failed in 2008, 2009. So Governor McKee, we're going to have millions that we're going to put, as, as Arlene lays out in the Valley Breeze. You know, when they did that back right after the housing, uh, the, the bubble burst 2008 with the lending scams that were going on, as Arlene talks about, they were building houses for $347,000 and selling them for under 150000 And then, listen, part of it, if people don't need a down payment to get a house, you know, that that's the requirement. When you start to go around that, that's when then people fall into problems. People aren't paying their bills. You have a lot of people that just want, quote, free housing. And many members on the far left, they feel they all should get free housing. But that's not the way our system works. On top of that, there should also be concern for the fact that a lot of state house political insiders, they would get the, the, the down payment money, you know, $20,000, $25,000 for their family and friends. This is a scam. Of course, the unions want it because they're going to get all the contracts and they can gouge the state with how much they charge for it. Boy, it's just all the special interests that are rewarding. Governor McKee is proving to be just the governor for the special interest. Everything is like a scam. Everything that's got 
money attached to it. He seems to be tied in on. And, and it's absolutely wrong the way that that works. But this business with the mass in the schools, what, what are we talking about? Governor McKee still can't get his talking point straight about Dr. Scott. You know, it comes back to right now, everything's on the decline. It's going down. Why are we going to pay her 46000 a month? And as Governor McKee, he said, we negotiated her down to 46000 a month. So what did she want initially? She, he signed off on it. Well, her lawyers negotiated with the state lawyers. You signed off on it. You're the one that signed off on paying her 46000 a month. And you're saying it's as a consultant. So this is ridiculous. And, and if that's what it, you settled at and negotiated, it goes back to what I have been told is she wanted 100000 the month of March, 100000 the month of April, and 100000 the month of May. A total of 300000 And Governor McKee's like, look how great we are. We negotiated her down to 46000 She was making 12000 a month. Why did you give her her salary times four it makes no sense his talking points are just well you know she had a window of opportunity it doesn't make any sense at all folks is there any wonder why governor mckee now has plummeted 34 percent approval rating no mystery there at all all right a lot ahead on this friday stay off the roads it's the john DePietro show if you're ever in an accident pick up the phone and call west fountain auto body today 401 401- Two seven two thirty three forty. Were you in an auto accident? Someone damaged your vehicle, folks. It can happen. Whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone. Call West Fountain Auto Body four zero one two seven two thirty three forty. They are located four hundred West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender banner, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401 272 3340 West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired. 401 272 3340. Stop in and see my friends at End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Football playoffs are here. It's a great crowd surround sound stop in see dana and everyone's always a friendly enthusiastic crowd at end zone sports pub 960 menden road in cumberland bring some friends make some new ones i'll see you end zone sports pub 960 menden road in cumberland you're listening to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm well folks as you know it's been the controversy regarding whoopi goldberg the view uh, her comments about race, especially about the Holocaust, totally insensitive. Uh, she even doubled down then when she did an interview with Stephen Colbert. And now, obviously, she is uh, suspended for two weeks. Joining us right now, leading psychiatrist, also psychologist, excuse me, author of the book, Shut Up and Listen to Yourself, is Dr. Joshua Estrin. And, Doctor, first of all, thank you for joining us in I'd like to just start off your thoughts on this basic overview of the Whoopi Goldberg controversy. Well, thank you for having me, first and foremost. I appreciate it. And um, I have to say, you know, I was a big fan of Whoopi in the beginning when she was a comedian. I'm a huge Star Trek fan. And um, she's a smart, intelligent, powerful woman. So when she makes statements like this... um, it's very disturbing because she's on a huge platform. She's a celebrity. She's on The View. And Whoopi just needs to get her facts straight. I mean, we've, we've been under this dark cloud of the pandemic where we're, we're getting facts has been difficult. And, and to come out with such a, a strong statement about a supercharged topic like the Holocaust and make it um, almost a, a black-white or, or a racial issue, just it 
It's wrong, it's absurd, it's silly, and it's very disturbing. And that's just my opinion. Doctor, it almost seems as though... Um... I think in some ways she's kind of gotten away with things because of she is a woman of color. And whenever someone like herself begins to discuss race, they're, they're given, you know, a lot of room and freak, you know, it very I don't, you normally never challenged on it. And um, and she just kept digging herself deeper. What did it tell you, though, where she was? And again, you have to go to me what her initial comments were was she seemed perplexed at the thought that the Holocaust had to do with race um, and then was doubling down about it, saying that when she was on Stephen Colbert, she said, well, if someone sees me walking down the street, they know I'm a woman of color, but, you know, you can look at people and not know they're Jewish. Right. It, it, it was so absurd. It, it's almost as if, and, and many of us have been in this situation before or have been with someone who, who says something basically stupid. And then instead of just sucking it up and saying, you know what, I should have kept my mouth shut, they do what, exactly what you said. They, they feel backed into a corner and they just keep digging themselves deeper. And, you know, Whoopi is a lot of things. But last time I checked, she wasn't a historian. She wasn't a sociologist. She wasn't an expert on, um, on um, the Holocaust. And I would go as far as saying Whoopi probably isn't an expert on critical race theory either. So, you know, the facts are wrong. The Holocaust was a genocide. Definition of a genocide is a focus on ethnicity, race, religion, um, six million Jews, plus a whole lot of other people that didn't agree with the Nazi party and with Hitler were exterminated. And there was almost this teetering on the edge of comparing it to, to the slavery experience. So we had 12 million slaves brought to this country, which was horrible and horrific, and, and there's really no way we can go back and course correct. And there were six million plus Jews killed in the Holocaust, which was horrible and horrific. And we can never go back and course correct. So why are we trying to compare them instead of solve the problem? So this is, in fact, the last genocide. This is, in fact, the last you know, racially charged um, issue of, 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 of enslaving people. We should we should be the Whoopi Goldbergs of the world should be having conversations about how to solve the problems instead of further complicate them. And again, that's just my opinion. Folks, again, I understood. We're speaking with Dr. Joshua Estrin. And, uh, Doctor, you know, but let's talk about, there seems to be a double standard here because I believe you could make an argument. There was the, there's a, a radio person, he's also on television, named Nick Cannon. And he said some, I mean, definition of anti-Semitic comments. And he then just said, you know, I need some time to reflect on it. He didn't lose his job. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, it's a two-week suspension. I, I think it's fair to talk about why is it that someone like Sharon Osbourne, or even you go back to Roseanne Barr, they, they were fired, and yet Whoopi Goldberg gets a suspension. They, they, to me, seems to be a double standard where people of color feel that they can basically say anything about race and even say anti-Semitic comments, and for some reason we give them you know, the, whether it be entertainment, whatever, but they, they're given more more, more room, more latitude. They're, they're given more space, and, and they're allowed to, in my mind, to get away with things more. Well, so respectfully, I think that's a sweeping generalization. There are people out there of color who, makes, who make really interesting comments and, and play the race card, but I, I don't think all people of color no, no, do. No, uh, I, I no, I mentioned two people. I mentioned Whoopi Goldberg, I mentioned Nick Cannon. So I, I don't, I can't, yeah, I don't think you could say it's a sweeping generalization. I'm, I'm naming specific people. Right. And, and so in the case of, 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 of Whoopi Goldberg, it's a layered issue. She's also executive producer of, of the show. That doesn't make it right. Um, now she's threatening to, to leave the show. I say, bye-bye. You yep. know, if, if, if you're going to use that platform to spread, um, information that's just not factual and kind of stirs the pot that's already been brewing now for for many many years then then maybe the best thing to do is you know exit stage left will be and and go and be what you think you are you know go to school and be a researcher and research critical race and and, and the holocaust and then but what but why wasn't she fired um i don't know I oh don't come know. on um, you don't know so it would be equally 
wrong of me to say that Whoopi Goldberg wasn't fired simply because she's a black woman. I don't know. She's executive producer of the show. Yep. So, I, and, and Whoopi gets ratings, and controversy gets ratings. True. The other question is, um, you know, although the women um, on, the, on the set at the time seemed a bit aghast, to say the least, they also came out very strongly that they didn't agree with her suspension. Joy Behar, like me, is an American who happens to be Jewish. And so, you know, I'm, I'm questioning that as well. Um, why is the cast not saying, yeah, she needs to take a deep breath and a break? So there's a lot of white women on that show who aren't holding Whoopi responsible for what she said and rallying behind her. So I will agree with you that this is a very interesting time in history where we're all walking on those proverbial eggshells, black, white, gay, straight, you know, it's it's as if we can't say anything without the fear of, of of being being canceled or silenced. And we need to stop this silliness and start focusing on the things that really matter. I mean, well, let let, let let me just jump in for a moment. Let let's talk sure. about the view, though. To me, they can't decide what they want to be because when you talk about current events and things in the news, you're going to have situations like this. You have the situation with Joy, Joy Behar was saying that she she hinted that Vice President Mike Pence, that maybe he suffered from mental illness because he prayed and he thought God talked to him. So to me, I believe if you're going to allow them and want to have this platform, we're just, they're talking about issues of the day and just then let it go. Then there should be no suspension. Then, you know, that's what she said and let her come back on the air and hash it out and then just move on to the next. To me, one of the, the problems is just they, they seemingly, you know, they, they, a lot of this stuff started actually when it was when it was Regis, Regis and Kathy Lee, when they would discuss things in the headlines. But the, the view have found themselves that when you, you take people and put them on and they're not fully up on all the issues, they can say things that don't make sense. Doctor, I, again, folks, it's Dr. Joshua Estrin. Doctor, I want to give you the last word. Well, you had the last word. You know what? If you're going to be a morning or an afternoon talk show, you're 90% entertainment, 10% other. Stick to what you do right. Entertain right. people and, and stop trying to be the, the voice of, of all things. Whoopi is not the voice of all women, all black women, all black people. So Whoopi, you know, like, take a break, take a deep breath, come back on, entertain us, and, and leave the other stuff to the experts. That's exactly right. Folks, Dr. Joshua Estrin, again, his book, Shut Up and Listen to Yourself. Doctor, thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you again. Hey, I appreciate it. Stay safe. Make Henry Oil your oil provider this winter. Give them a call today. Call Henry Oil, 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200. Henry Oil, serving most Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. You can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401 521 0200 reliable affordable fuel oil delivery fuel fuel oil diesel gasoline delivery residential and commercial it's henry oil give them a call since 1947 you can depend on henry oil call them today make henry oil your oil provider 401-521-0200 401-521-0200 remember online at henryoil.com Go with the original, go with the best. It's Henry Oil. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, folks, as you know, we've been talking about the uh, increase in crime. Joining us right now, we've had him on in the past. He's terrific. Former New Jersey police lieutenant. It, it is our friend, Steve Rogers. And Steve, you have uh, President Biden visiting New York. What is your take? I'm anxious to hear your thoughts on the rising crime in America. Well, unfortunately, uh, over my 38 years as a police officer, I've seen this same song and dance from politicians. Uh, Biden will go to New York. He'll meet with Mayor Adams. They'll have meetings. They'll discuss the problem. In their eyes, the problem is guns. It is not. Uh, the problem is lack of money. It is not. The problem is the government. The problems are the DAs, uh, the liberal 
politicians who have uh, handed to the police a woke and weak policies that are emboldening criminals commit these crimes. So when I uh, uh, heard even last night, uh, two other police officers were shot in another state. A New York City police officer was shot last night. Uh, this is going to continue until such time uh, the people take action. And the way you take action is you remove these Democrat socialists from office. That's the only way we're going to solve this problem because they created it. They're not going to solve it. Steve, you know, a, a lot has been talked about and some people don't recognize the um, how policing has changed. Can you touch on, it's my understanding that a big problem in um, <clears throat> a lot of policing because of the aftermath of George Floyd and the defund the police movement and Democrat policies, but they've moved more into reaction, reactor, uh, you know, reacting to crime as opposed to being proactive on crime. Well, you're absolutely right. Uh, during my tenure on uh, the police service, we always uh, uh, developed community policing methodologies, which are very proactive. Uh, things we did, quality of light policing. For example, uh, if there were minor crimes being committed, uh, even littering, if you will, uh, the police would not necessarily obviously arrest the person for littering, but make uh, it known to those who committed low crimes that the police are on the ball and they're watching. So uh, the idea was if you uh, arrest people uh, for what we call low-level crimes, uh, you would see no increase in high-level crimes. So that was uh, also part of community policing where we actually had cops walking the streets, meeting neighbors, business, educational uh, uh, instructors, uh, homeowners came together and even had community meetings with the police. It was a great, great way of fighting crime. Now what has happened has become totally reactive. Uh, officers are very reluctant, and I don't blame them, by the way, to engage in any type of confrontation with criminals, no matter what they're doing. Look, the cops are going to do their job, but uh, I can tell you this, uh, in speaking to some cops from New York City, even uh, if they are responding to a shooting, uh, they're going to... Uh, uh, actually retreat and cover, which is legal. They could retreat and cover and not engage a criminal if they feel their lives are in danger. Uh, and it's unfortunate because uh, we live in an environment where a cop does, uh, do, do, does their job uh, and then they get prosecuted for doing their job. So we're in a very uh, tough situation here in the America with law enforcement. Recruitments are down, retirements are up, and the criminals are running the streets. How, how important is it, Steve Rogers, for police on the street to feel that, you know, whether it's the mayor or the city council, but just that people have their back. Listen, a lot of things can go sideways. You're talking about, you know, you're dealing with dangerous criminals, unpredictable scenarios. How important is it for police to feel that people have their back? Well, it's very important because then the police will not feel threatened in the event that they make a legitimate mistake. They will uh, not feel threatened in the event that there are special interest groups coming after them. Look, I was also in the military. I was an intelligence officer and uh, two great commanders, not only for policemen around the country, but also for military personnel was Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump. Uh, they stood up for law enforcement. They stood up for their police officers across the country. They stood up for military personnel uh, of the United States around the world. So when your commander is watching your back, they're going to perform. And look, I was a commander in a police department and in the military, and I knew full well Obviously, if I had bad cops or bad military officers, I would discipline them and remove some of them from uh, their positions. But for the most part, I let them know, look, it, I'm with you. I'm standing shoulder to shoulder with you. and We're in this fight together. That lifts morale and it gives the cop the assurance that they're, they're, they're able to go home at night and go to sleep knowing that maybe I fouled up, but I've got somebody watching my back. Folks, again, with us is our friend Steve Rogers, former New Jersey police lieutenant. Uh, Steve also... I'm just curious, you know, Biden, he can talk the talk, but by and large, the White House, how about the fact that the Gen Psaki, they were laughing at the idea of just soft crime policies? That's nothing to laugh about, Steve. I've got to tell you, I was shocked. I mean, I, I'm not usually shocked at uh, stuff coming out of the White House, but no human being in this country uh, who is a crime victim, no police officer in this country uh, who has suffered uh, as, as a result of their policies was laughing at that. Uh, I've got to tell you, I, I was stunned. But you see, this is the attitude of the White House, of the Democrat socialists. They think this is a joke. 
until such time, and, and believe me, I don't want to see anyone uh, become the victim of a crime. I, I was involved in a bad shooting in the 90s, and, and believe me, what goes through your mind when you're involved in something like that is, is something you never want to go through again. But the fact of the matter is that this is nothing to laugh at. And imagine this, laughing at this, when we've had several police officers shot and killed this week. I mean, this is really outrageous, but that's their attitude. They've exposed themselves, and now we have to take those who are laughing out of office and put people who are serious about the problems we're facing. And uh, that's why I say the people in this country, we could stand up, we could remove these people from office. It takes one election, and I hope in 2022 at least the Congress will be taken over by the Republicans, and we'll see law and order restored back to this country. Steve, before I let you go, what were your thoughts seeing last week that incredible sea of blue outside St. Patrick's Cathedral and, and uh, that, that poor officer laid to rest? Very emotional, very moving, but you know what? It was a visible look uh, uh, by cops for the people because the sea of blue uh, is, is, is strong, it's tough, it's uh, vibrant across the country. So what I see every day as a cop, uh, the people got a chance to see how close we are as a family. We love the people, the people love us, and together we're going to go through this. And we're going to be fine. We're going to get through this. Uh, we just make sure we do what we've got to do within the framework of the law, exercise our constitutional rights, and get people elected to office who will do what? Back the people and back the blue. Folks, again, he is our friend, Lieutenant Steve Rogers. Propane Plus. For heating and cooling, call Propane Plus today in Massachusetts, 508 252 3359 in rhode island propane plus number 401-885-4209 it's the johnson family it's propane plus the leading full service provider of propane to rhode island and southeastern mass not only can they install your tank and schedule propane deliveries but they can service your entire heating cooling system and install any propane or natural gas appliances locations in east greenwich and also in rehoboth remember propane plus is energy for everyone it's affordable sustainable equitable good for the environment and also now it's renewable online at propaneplus.com propane plus heating and cooling in massachusetts call the rehoboth office 508-252-3359 and in rhode island 401-885-4209 you can depend on propane plus of the john DePietro show brought to you by realtor pat elston call pat today 401-474-5253 there's a link right directly to her on the website dipetro.com caldwell banker realty based in cumberland 20 years experience licensed in rhode island and massachusetts pat services all of rhode island and southeastern mass contact pat elston today 401 401- 474-5253 and you can find her right on the website dipetro.com you're listening to the john dipetro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at the website dipetro.com folks joining us right now federation for american uh immigration reform it's our friend rj Harmon, and rj um fascinated by uh the stories of these flights that are arriving finally there's body camera footage of these migrant illegals arriving from the border and then arriving at this uh small airport outside of new york it's a it's a fast developing really incredible story and rj what can you tell us about those flights yeah well it's a it was a really wild week uh last week on the travel front with uh some information first coming out that tsa uh, was allowing illegal aliens to actually use form of identification to fly around the country as american citizens you know get hassled for the kind of id they have take their shoes off and all that but if you're here illegally you know we'll allow you to travel as easy as, as humanly possible but yeah th- this was even even i think a little bit more outrageous than that is, is there was some news reports i know several months ago even in the last year that the Biden administration you know, was flying you know plane loads of illegal aliens in the dead of night around the country and yeah finally a, a gentleman i believe who's running for governor up in new york was able through a, through some type of records request was able to obtain some body cam footage from police officers uh, in westchester county new york and these police officers you could tell in these vid- this uh, viral video that i'm sure your listeners can, can easily find online 
um, they, they were just caught off guard. They didn't know who was landing there. You know, they, they did, wasn't told how much security to have, who was coming. There's just a bunch of busloads there of uh, buses for uh, buses uh, operated by um, NGOs and these charities to take the people into their community. They didn't know who they are. But yeah, the most interesting thing is these people were talking to the, the people who f- uh, flew and staffed the plane. They were federal contractors. They wouldn't give their name. But the federal contractors were even saying, we don't know what we're doing here. The only reason why we're doing this is because who's in office? And they even acknowledged that the government is betraying the American people if they were to see what they're doing. So it really begs the question, how many other of these flights were there? I mean, I'm sure there were plenty. When you have to actually dig up through a records request, body cam footage to see you know, these the, these trips that illegal aliens are making around the country, it's just beyond outrageous. And, and you know there are plenty more instances out there. Well, that's just the thing, uh, RJ. And I believe in the past, I, I think uh, Governor DeSantis of Florida, uh, he claimed that without his knowledge, some of the flights were taking place in Florida. We had some actually even into Rhode Island, but then I'm being told that there's less flights because now they're all being funneled into into new york but it's 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 really um just it's shocking and that people should understand that rj that's a new development that was not going on years ago during the trump administration oh no absolutely i mean because they tried to you know they had more detention space down there at the border and they didn't have magnetic policies that increased the flow of people coming up here tenfold i mean you know obviously we saw astronomically high numbers in december it was more than the past three decembers combined and and the border numbers had always plummeted because it does get cold down there at the Texas border in the winter, yet they're as high as they've ever been, and they'll continue to be so. But again, it's just good to see you know, both uh, politicians doing records requests, and then obviously Bill Malugan, the gentleman of Fox News, who's doing a lot of coverage down there at the border, you know, showing the Biden administration's out there you know, touting to some extent, well, hey, you know, under this Title 42 that we're using, um, we, are, we are deporting or we're returning you know, most single adult males and everything to enter the country. Well, he's shown videos of busloads of single adult males getting funneled up into the interior of the country. Yep. So, again, what the Biden administration is doing and what they're saying are so far apart. And it's good that the American people are able to see this. So then maybe, you know, at some state level, statewide elections, and then obviously, you know, when they're electing a new member of Congress or, or a senator in November 2022, we could maybe maybe finally put a check on what the Biden administration is doing. RJ, I can also tell you firsthand, it's it's really difficult trying to get information about these flights because they don't use the main airport. Just locally, you know, Department of Homeland Security, they won't answer questions. Their own state officials won't answer questions. Um, there's, it's, at least there's, there's a light being shined on it. Now, I also like it, if you don't mind, just touch on this story. It's such a terrible tragedy regarding this now 25-year-old fugitive who has gone back to Mexico, but certainly left uh, tragedy in his in his wake? Yeah, no, uh, yeah, obviously a twenty five year old uh, criminal alien from El Salvador actually, you know, brutally murdered a, a Texas law enforcement officer by the name of uh, Harris County Corporal Charles Galloway. The most interesting thing here is that this is the very sheriff's department. That is led by Ed Gonzalez, who's President Biden's nominee to lead ICE. And and while he was been sheriff of Harris County, he scrapped their participation in what's called a 287G, which is a cooperative law enforcement agreement between local and federal immigration authorities. So, you know, hey, if you apprehend a criminal alien, you notify them. Or if they no one is in your area, they notify you. It's good communication. That's essential for public safety. And again, he also, you know, restricted other forms of cooperation uh, with immigration enforcement agencies. So it is bizarre, you know, that a gentleman like that is being tapped to lead an agency, you know, that he didn't even want to work with. And and this is the kind of thing that happens in these sanctuary jurisdictions. There's those are where places where illegal aliens go, and they're where they commit crimes. And and sadly, it sometimes has a tragic outcome like this. But fortunately. Again, uh, this gentleman fled to Mexico, and then he was arrested. So, again, we don't know how he entered the country, but he was, you know, charged with previous crimes. He shouldn't have been here and shouldn't have been able to commit this crime. And, again, this is all the fault of the Biden administration and our lax immigration policies. Folks, Federation for American Immigration Reform. He is R.J. Harmon. Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster 
for your driveway. How do you know it's Brothers Disposal? Because it's a purple dumpster. Look for them on Facebook and give them a call for an estimate, 401 688 Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement, your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brothers Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brothers Disposal, 401 401- 688-0517. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brothers Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Look for them on Facebook, Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway, 401-688-0517. ...into Brood Awakenings and discovered the Brood difference. Two locations in Johnston, also in Cranston, Pontiac Avenue, and then also Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Brood Awakenings, their local, fresh ingredients, cozy environment, great comfortable chairs, deli- delicious breakfast sandwiches, lunch, great drinks and coffee, and plenty of room to spread out and meet people. I'll see you, and you'll discover the Brood difference at Brood Awakenings. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. And we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, capitro.com. It's time for our legal segment. Joining me right now, he is our legal expert, one of Rhode Island's top attorneys. It is attorney Tim Dodd. And, Tim, I'd like to start off with this uh, very explosive lawsuit. He at one time was a coach with the Patriots. Then he was also a uh, recently, most recently, fired as coach of the Miami Dolphins. Brian uh, Flores is um, is certainly not. Lying down and it really struck out with a, a very dramatic lawsuit that was leveled yesterday against the league and all the different teams. Yes, it's. Um, I I think it caught a lot of people by surprise that um, he would take this action at this time. He has sued the NFL. He has sued, I think, the Broncos, the Giants, and yep. maybe the maybe the Jets, but. I don't know why anyone would want to go to the Jets, but that's a different story. Um, In terms of Brian Flores, as you say, he's been an assistant coach. He's been with the Patriots. He's been with other teams. Um, Most recently, he's been the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Um, He, over, I think, leave a two-year period or whatever his period is in the NFL coaching, he's got a 24-25 and record. So he's batting about 500 yep. and <clears throat> he's complaining that the NFL and the teams are essentially racist in passing over qualified minority applicants for head coach positions, um, general management positions, and probably even some assistant coaching positions. The, the trick with this guy, Brian Flores, and other folks who might feel they've complained is the NFL has this thing called the Rooney Rule, yep. which obligates a team, obligates the ownership to um, interview minority candidates for a position, a senior position, like a head coach, like a general manager. So let's take a hypothetical um, that. I own a team and suddenly Bill Belichick becomes available. And I say, holy cow, I'm going to get that guy to be my coach. Well, apparently under NFL rules, I just can't go hire Bill Belichick and be done with it. I've got to go through the um, obligation set forth in the Rooney rule, which says you must, not that you may, that you must interview minority applicants. So, I guess I've got to go through the exercise of interviewing folks who might be interested who are a minority of one sort or another, um, knowing I'm not going to give them the job in all likelihood because I want Belichick. Right. Uh, maybe in the interview process, I might be so blown away by one of the applicants that I rethink my position. And I guess that's in part the reason for the Rooney rule, because you must look at applicants who you might not otherwise have considered. Right. So in that process, maybe I'll find somebody and say, man, this guy is a better fit for my team. Um, 
and I'm not going to hire Belichick. But if I know that's who I want, I've got to go through this charade almost of interviewing people that I know I'm not going to give the job to. Right. So a guy like Brian Flores says, well, I applied for the head coaching position with the Denver Broncos and I didn't get the job. And when I had my interview, I met with um, John Elway and he seemed completely disinterested. I think he was hungover. I think he was going through the motions. Well, those motions, like it or not, are set up by the rules of the NFL. So uh, what are you to do if you're an owner? You must interview people who you may not have a a high priority to to hire them. Um, And this guy is claiming that he's being overlooked uh, based upon his race. These are tough cases because we're going to have to look and parse through the qualifications of each applicant. And it's not just their win-loss record. There's a lot of subjective things that go into it. Right. How, how does this person handle players? How does this person handle upper management? The media. Um, the, the media. Yeah. There's so Agents. many intangibles. Yes. Now, um, Flores also says that he was doomed um, as a as the head coach of the Dolphins because two things. Allegedly, the ownership of the Dolphins wanted him to meet in a setup meeting, which yeah. shouldn't have occurred, so that he could chat up a, a prominent quarterback. Right. Whoever that might be, can wow. we guess? <laughs> <laughs> so he says, I'm not doing that. That's unethical. That's against the rules. I'm not doing it. So in his mind, that now puts him in the doghouse with um, the Dolphins' upper management or ownership. Secondly, ownership allegedly says to this coach, Brian Flores, look, tank some of the, tank some of the games. We yeah. want to have a better lottery position. Right. So tank some games. Wow. I think 100,000 a game you tank. And, and this guy, oh. this guy said no. Right. And I'm sure that he's also looking at, okay, so he grabs 100,000 to lose a few games. That's not a lot of money versus what a head coach makes. Right. And these guys are all looking to spiff up their credentials. Yep. They're all competing for very lucrative, but very few and far between jobs. And I'm sure he'd rather be going into the market, trying to get a new job with a 24 and 25 record instead of a 19 and like 31 record. Right. So he's got a selfish interest to not do that for short money. I mean, 100K is a lot to me. It's a lot to you. But for head coaches making several million dollars a year, it's no right. great shakes yep. to, to destroy your reputation, to destroy your record. Right. And to have that taint. Oh, this is the guy who tanked all these games to get a right. better lottery position. He's almost, you know, not like the people think about the, uh, the Patriots being always on the edge in terms of yeah. what's legit and what's cheating. He doesn't want right. to have that rep. So I think he's going to have a very hard time. However, he is getting a ton of, ton of media attention and there will probably be some accommodation made for either him or some rule change uh, regarding this Rooney rule, which this seems to set up this exact situation. Um, you know, Flores also says, well, wait a minute. There's only one black head coach in this 32 teams. Um, but 70% of the players are black. Well, those are two correct statistics. But it's a dangerous thing for anyone to start analogizing what they have a right to or what they should expect to get if you want to play with statistics like that. It's, it's a it's – a, it's a, it's a it's a game or a strategy that can really bite you back when you start looking at um, different parameters of percentages, et cetera. I, I think it's not a wise place for him to be going to say that since, what, 70% of the players are black, there should be more um, minorities in head coach positions and upper management. Well, you want to get the best people you can, presumably, um, 
and if uh, the best applicant is a, a minority who's applying for the head coach, I would presume a team would be crazy not to hire that person. Right. So if, I don't Tim know Dodd, where he goes. What, what about what about the aspect that? And again, folks, speak with our legal expert attorney Tim Dodd. What about the aspect he included? The Belichick, Texas, where apparently Belichick is texting the wrong Brian. He's got a Brian Dawball, who was a coach with the Patriots and was recently just hired as the coach of the Giants. Uh, and then you have, um, you know, Brian Flores and the two of them are apparently interviewing for the Giants job. And then Belichick, through his text, seems to indicate that he's under the understanding that they've already gotten their person. So then when Brian Flores goes to New York and has dinner with the Giants, he feels it's totally just to check the box because, you know, that they've already had made their decision. But it's a box that ownership is forced to check. Right. That's the thing that is a little bit perplexing. I think mm. this Rooney rule needs a real overhaul. And yeah. now they've included this Belichick material in the uh, lawsuit. The question will be, what did Belichick know and how did he know it? Right. Let's assume the rumor was that this other guy was going to get the job and he had heard it from 10 people. Oh, I think that job's going to go to the other Brian. Right. And he thinks he's texting the other Brian saying, hey, congratulations, I hear you got the job. Well, is he confirming what he's heard as rumor and scuttlebutt or did he have a direct conversation with the owner of the Giants Right. You know, so it doesn't prove or disprove in my mind anything about um, what Flores thinks is happening to him mm. and being overlooked. Yeah. I, I, I think he's going to have a very hard time on the facts. Um, will the NFL do something? Because this is certainly um, not putting the league and these various teams in a very good light. Um, people believe they read that's the first impression they're going to get, but five people apply to coach. Yeah. Flora says, I should have been hired. Mm. The other four people say, well, no, I think I should have been hired. Each one right. of them thinks they're the best person for the job. Ownership has to pick one. Four people don't get that job, and they all think they should have got that job. And I think ownership, if called into a deposition, would say, well, we had these five guys, and here's why we picked this one, and here's why we didn't pick these guys. And I'm sure they're not going to say, I didn't pick Flores because he's a minority. That's never going to happen. Right. And I'm sure that's not part of the calculus. It seems no. to me that you know, owners have no problem um, signing players, apparently 70% of whom are black. That doesn't seem to be a problem. So I don't think the league is demonstrating – um, at that level, that there's any racism, they want the best players and they want right. the best coaches. Yep, and it is Tim, Tim Dodd, the the life of an NFL coach. It, you know, yeah, you get a Belichick, but more often than not, the coaches don't. You know, you get a few couple, you get a chance, a few losing seasons, but then, boom, they're out of there. Um, how, how many guys got year five or six? Yes. I mean, they were getting they were getting. Not six off. openings, that's right. Yeah. And they jump around a little bit. So that's that's gonna be tough. He's certainly doing a lot of publicity, maybe wants some kind of settlement. It is a uh, civil suit. So folks, quick break. A lot more attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePetro show. To check out our website, depetro.com. Depetro.com, which is sponsored by and brought to you by the Senadale Revival. Comfort Food and Cocktails, located 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Shane and his crew, what a wonderful job they've done. Winner of several Rhode Island Best of Awards, Best of Rhode Island Awards. The Senadale Revival, delicious food, cocktails, a lot of fun. Stop it and see them, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. <laughs> 